Whether you in a car, room, office, or tone. Oh, we back with another episode with my boy David Shorts talking that fantasy football again. Week three. Shrod, what's up, my guy? Uh, tough week for me in fantasy. Lost by four. And uh, it was Monday night. On the down back one, touchdown. two. Yeah. So down to one and two. Uh, if C.D. Lamb would have caught that on the first drive, if he, if he crossed, I might have won. But, you know, can't, can't look in the past anymore. Got to move forward. I'm feeling a big week. I need a big week. You need a big week. One and three is really tough to overcome. I got the dub this week, scored second highest in my league. So feeling pretty good about uh, where my team's at this week. And uh, definitely looking like you for week four. I'm looking to bridge that gap a little bit, though. Three to three to one yeah. is a pretty pretty nice league in fantasy. So week four is going to be pretty big, man. And I know you got a lot of stuff to talk about, so let's get into it. Yeah, let's talk about week three. And uh, I think we can start with maybe the best player in football, Derek Henry. Start, start D. Henry again. I mean, back-to-back kickoffs for D. He's Henry. He's on pace for 2,000 yards. Like, I know we talk about Aaron Donald as the most dominant player in football, but is it really Derek Henry? I don't know if there's anyone – See, the thing is that he gets so much better as the game goes on. Because in the yeah. third and fourth quarter, you don't want to tackle that guy. Imagine what it I, is week I've been tackling him all. Yeah, I've been tackling him all day, coach. Like, now we're tired, and he's getting stronger. Like, that's the actually the issue about it. He's conditioned for this. No defensive, no defensive player can condition to tackle Derrick Henry for four quarters. No. That's, no. When you condition for you're, that. You're exhausted. You're getting in the ice bath for, like, 20 minutes longer. I'm just, I mean, I, I'm sure like every other fancy owner out there, you're just hoping that he doesn't get bit with the injury bug because of the amount of carries and bruising, tackling, and yeah. type of running back he is. The more contact you create, you'd assume the more possibility of uh, injury. But Derrick Henry's definitely looking like the ideal number one pick, especially after Christian McCaffrey went down in week three. So, yeah, Derrick Henry had another great week, 100-plus uh, yards again. Didn't find the end zone, but he's catching the ball, which is getting scary. Yeah, definitely is scary, especially for people in PPR leagues that got him at like the fourth and fifth pick. You know, Kamara was taking over him, Delvin, who missed the game already. And uh, McCaffrey, who's out, is going to be out for two to three weeks. Yeah, so Henry's looking like the, the running back one for sure right now. I'm very um, – got to mention the best kicker in football. Started at the crib. Justin Tucker gave yeah. me 18 fantasy points this week. Appreciate him. He missed one. Could have we could have hit the twenty board, JT. You did miss one. You could have went plus what, uh, twenty, but you missed one. Let's hear the thoughts on on just the Lions' last so I, drive. I gotta say this. So I called my dad, and uh, so my dad's a super super sports. Like he doesn't miss games or anything. But getting older, my mom has somehow convinced him to walk during football time. Now I don't know how this has happened, but over the years she she, she she's got him. I called him this time. And he's like, yeah, I'm out walking with the wife. What's going on? I was like, Dad, it's, t- it's 26 seconds left. Fourth and – third and 19. Third and 19. I said third and 19. And Lamar has the ball, no timeouts. Lions up by one. He goes, with no, with all confidence, oh, the Lions will lose this game. I go, yeah. Dad, shut up. No, they won't. Then, then, boom, fourth and 19. I go, Dad, it's fourth and 19. My mom's in the background. She's like, oh, we're good. We got this. We got this. My dad goes, mark my words. The Lions will lose this game. He goes, they're gonna throw he goes, all they need is one pass for Justin Tucker. 
He throws a, and then they, they throw true. the bomb. They throw the bomb. They throw a little short pass. I call my and I'm on the phone still. I go, Dad, you got one sec, got two seconds left. Uh, 68 yarder coming up. He goes, Oh, it's good. <laughs> it's good. 66. Oh. 66. It was man. I knocked it down. I know every Detroit Lion somehow was like heartbroken and happy at the same time because you witness history if you were at the game, and it's cool to see that. But true. Of course, lose. of course, the Lions are in the history book again. For not good thing. Yeah, it was. I I do think a lot of Lions fans knew we were losing that game, especially on fourth and nineteen. Dude, no, it's like fourth and fourth and eight. Sure, like you're not gonna stop them. Fourth and nineteen. That's Lions are letting that one up. Just, but I don't even know. Explain it to me though. It's third and fifteen. You get a sack to force fourth and nineteen, and then you rush three. That was. I mean, he was he, conservative and. The drive before when you just played for the field. But goal, you right? just sacked Lamar Jackson, and then you rush three on fourth yeah. and 19. Even in Madden, I pray on a fourth three, and 19 that deep. I get three. If I get a three-man deep on fourth and 19, time. I got a first down. I'm going to get a first yeah. down. And that's exactly what happened. He caught the yeah. ball with no defenders near him, honestly. And I do think, you know, the coaching staff will learn from it. The players are going to learn from it. You gotta really play that card because it's bad timing though. Gut punching. Because last week they asked him, "Is these the same old lions?" And he got pissed. He was well, like, "Stop asking me that stupid s." Because like it. it's my own podcast. Stop asking me that stupid shit. They kept asking him that, and now it does look like the same lions. They do play harder. I say, you know. Yeah, they're they're in. They've been in every game for at least a little <laughs> bit. Um, whether it's you know the beginning with the Packers or. Uh, Recovering onside kicks at the end with the, the 49ers. I do think they have a chance. I think this game against the Bears, they're going to both teams score a lot of points. I don't know why. You think it's an under. You're thinking it's going to be just disgusting. No defense. 28-31. Lions might win. My fantasy rule stays true. You start whoever you play in the Lions. So Bears, Allen Robinson will have a bounce back week finally. He's been bad. Been bad. Been very tough for you. You can expect for him to have a bounce back week. David Montgomery. David Montgomery was a little, a little iffy last week. Didn't do anything amazing for I mean, people who, who no took him early. Did. But no yeah. one did. They had no yards. You know? They had no they had yards. So it's not, really, it's not really his fault. He will definitely bounce back against the Lions. And I would honestly even look at – a cold commit at tight end. Tight ends have been an iffy position this this entire season. You might be able to strike gold on the waiver with a guy like him. Yeah, if you see, you know, Mike Gusecki out there, are I you going back up. to him? I went Tyler back to Thompson him. Look pretty good. You know, these tight ends do show up, and if you if you find the right one, he can be your guy for the rest of the season. Well, let's talk about some some contenders. Rams look really good against the Bucks. The Bills, they're playing the football team, but. That's a pretty good defense. We saw it last year, and they look great. They're going to have a blowout win this week as well. Bills are starting to round into form. So those two teams probably look like the best right now. you got the Packers playing really well. Uh, Devontae Adams finally got going. If you thought he was going somewhere, uh, you're crazy. (laughs) He's he's so good. He could, though. He's so good. Well, like leaving his team next year, yes, but he's still going to be a top – three receiver in the NFL. As long so off, as he's got 12, as long as he's got Rodgers throwing the ball, come on. So so off those contending teams, which fantasy players are you loving right now? You got to love Cooper Cup. Best 
best receiver out there. You know, we were talking Derrick Henry, running back one, Cooper Cups, wide receiver one, scoring touchdowns, getting double-digit targets, tons of catches. He's looking really good. Tom Brady, I mean, this guy might throw for 60 touchdowns this year. They are just letting it air out. He's got all the weapons. He's he's been a great quarterback, and you probably got you probably got him so late. Yeah. And you know you didn't have to waste an early pick on Mahomes or or Kyler. Kyler's still been great. Uh, Mahomes, I think the Chiefs are going to come back and and be the Chiefs, but it's early. You know, sure they're in last place of the the AFC West. Uh, they'll win it by like two games, right? Yeah, it's don't so, t- turn off turn off your television. Stop listening to that stuff. It's just it's not but good for you. Know. Are you picking up Josh Gordon? I am. I am. <laughs> this is America. I love second, third, and fifth chances. Yes. <laughs> I am taking Josh Gordon in every possible league if I have an opportunity wow. to drop somebody that like in one in one of my leagues, I picked up Josh Gordon and I dropped um Anthony McFarland. Sure. Why not? You know, let's see where Why, this goes. What are, you, what are you doing with Anthony McFarland on the bench anyway? It's a dynasty league. Okay. So that's a great pickup yeah, in the Dynasty I mean, League to get Josh Gordon, you know. Um Josh in a regular season guy, league. Though, for three years. Like he'll play, he has like a touchdown, like a really big game, and then he's kinda quiet for But he's going three, to the Chiefs. Weeks. That's know, like, but, but he's going to the Chiefs who are begging for a second receiver. McCole Hartman is not looking anything closer than McCole Hartman we've seen the last couple of years. He's getting a lot more defensive coverage. Route running has been iffy at best. We thought they thought Byron Pringle might be able to step up, had a pretty good offseason. He's not coming into form. Demarcus Robinson's the same player. They need a second receiver. You know, as much as you love Kelsey as your second like passing option, yeah. you need a two receiver. And, well, he's a big body too. And Josh Gordon's right. a big body. And I think and he's, that's kind of what it is. And he's he might stoned. be more of a distraction. He's probably be in great shape. To the defense. He might be more of a distraction. Get him out there. Take coverage off Tyreek, coverage off Kelsey. And really, I think it does open up lanes for Hart, Hardman, Robinson, and uh, Pringle to hit some big plays. Yeah, he literally can be out there for decoration. Yeah. You know, like, I don't, I'm not saying he's going to be some – he might not be a fantasy option, but he can definitely be good trade bait for you to pick up. And that's and why I'm picking him up. He's going to help the Chiefs. And if the Chiefs are playing well, that'll make his value go up as well. And people are going to want to trade for that all the time. So I picked him up for trade value purposes – but yeah, I say why not give him a give him a shot. I'm a big fan of targeting him on the waivers. He's one of my mini pick uh, targets along with uh, Gasecki, who recently became a waiver a free agent in most people leagues as well. Um, what were some of your weak duds this week? I know you still can't be impressed with Jonathan Taylor over there in Indianapolis. Yeah, that is uh, my running back one, and he is my biggest dud right now. Uh, just really killing me. Just can't find the end zone. Hasn't gotten over, I think, 65 yards in a game. And uh, it's it's been a struggle. I got to think, you know, he's going to figure it out, hopefully this week. And if not, I think it's uh, you pull the panic button out and you maybe start taking some calls on Jonathan Taylor. What What's it going to get, you know? Yeah, exactly what I was saying. That's what I was saying last week about Clyde Edwards. He showed up for me a little bit this he week. Show up. I'm still wanting to see where that goes. The Chiefs, the Chiefs offense is weird. I feel like sometimes Clyde's on punishment there. And he has been very risky with the ball this year. A couple of fumbles and but this year I saw this game after the fumble, they pushed him harder and gave him more plays. Yeah. I'm 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 still not 
completely comfortable starting him every week um, as a running back one or two, possibly a flex option. But I'm, I'm still iffy as a top running back in the league just because the Chiefs offense has been a little up and down. Yeah, and uh, my other dud would have to be Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. They played really bad against the Vikings, a, a Vikings team that we don't think is good. Maybe they, maybe they are, uh, but that Seahawks team is now one and two with their next two games. You know, not not easy games. They are not easy games. They got the 49ers, and then they're playing the Rams. And divisional play is always tough. So they could lose those two games and be sitting at one and four. So they need a win this week, hoping for a big bounce back from Russ. But tough performance from those guys. Yeah, only team and offense in a tough position right now in Seattle. I got to say, is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Looking in that exact same position, another loss, and you're yeah. just got to start looking at playing playing B's and C's. Um, fantasy tough wise, this week. They very the tough matchup this week against the Packers. Fantasy wise, you got to like the floor you're going to get with Chase Claypool. The targets are there. He's getting you seven to eight fantasy points every game, but you just but aren't, it, you aren't seeing the ceiling though yet. Is it? Yes, but is it? Deontay Johnson and Juju Smith were out basically in. Deontay didn't play. Juju was out early. They had Claypool and Najee Harris. I wish I started them both. I would have won, but I benched Claypool for Sutton, and I should have played him because Deontay was out. My bad, maybe. Um, but I don't know. With with all three of those guys playing, Deontay's the, the number one guy you want, and then yeah. it's looking like Najee. I mean, I don't know if they're going to spread the ball around out more uh, when they have all their guys, but if they don't have anyone, Najee got 14 catches, 19 targets. Those are insane numbers. It's insane numbers for a running back to have a rookie running back as well. Like that is absolutely insane. And not a good insane. They can't run the ball. Yeah. That's not a good insane. They had to get him that involved in the passing game due to the lack of running game. Um, Offensive line is in trouble. I don't know what the Steelers are going to do. Mike Tom is a great coach, but like I told Schwab last week, O-line is not usually a coaching thing you fix midseason. Uh, you might trade for something, but usually those guys aren't going to see that much improvement during the year. Uh, so I really hope they figure it out. Let's transfer over to some waiver wire pickups. Um, I know we talked about Gasecki already and, of course, Josh Gordon. But who are some other guys that you – kind of hoped you landed on today that you can kind of see strengthening your team moving forward this year. Yeah, I think, you know, if you're looking at Rashad Bateman coming back from the IR, first-round pick, going to be another weapon for the Ravens. That could be a guy you take a chance on if you had an open slot. I mean, he's a big play threat. He was really good in college. So that's a guy that you could really, you know, take a chance on if you have the spot. If you need someone that's going to be able to produce right away, I'm looking at a Hunter Renfro who's getting a lot of targets, getting a lot of work, just always open. Even Quintez Cephas didn't look terrible with the Lions. They got to get someone the ball. Uh, clearly, defenses are taking a little bit more uh, targeted approach on Hawkinson. Yeah. So they got to use the outside, and Cephas is probably one of Goff's best receivers. Yep, 100%. I love all those options for sure. Those are really good. And Hunter Renfro, guy just stays in the field. And as a fantasy owner, you love a guy that's always in the field. And he just has an ability to make big plays, and Derek Carr trusts him. They've had trust that them. conversation a lot about their friendship. So Hunter Renfro is a very sneaky pick. I might have to go look him up in a couple of leagues as soon as this gets done wrapped up. <laughs> I, <laughs> I do like Renfro, one. especially PPR. He's getting, you know, five catches a game is is solid, and if he finds a touchdown, 
You're gold. Cherry on it's a cherry on top. You're good for a win that week, hopefully. Absolutely. Yeah. Week four coming up. Uh, Jaguars Bengals Thursday night. Ugh. Don't I'm happy I'll I don't have an FO network. One. Happy I don't have an FO Don't network. think I'll be watching that one. I said that about the Panthers and the Texans, and I sat there and watched that one for a little bit too. So yeah. Fancy um, owners, fancy owners though, tune in um uh, Jamar Chase. You know, got a T Higgins T Higgins is not deal. playing. Jamar yeah. Chase, real deal. Jamar looks like the real deal. You got no T Higgins this week. Um, so it's gonna be a, a lot, a lot of Jamar Chase and Tyler Boyd. Joe Mixon has been a fantasy nightmare for opponents. Yeah. He's been he's been the best second best running back behind Derrick Henry this year as far as fantasy's concerned. And, and rushing yards. And as far as volume, he I can't name his backup. So he's gonna get lots of touches and will continue to get lots of touches. So it will be a good fantasy matchup because people are also looking at the Jaguars and saying DJ Chark, James Robinson, James like Robinson, big, big game. Uh, can they continue? Marvin Jones still, and uh, two QB league. Maybe you're starting Trevor Lawrence. Hopefully Trevor Lawrence, not, Joe Burrow, two young quarterbacks. Yeah. Let's get into the Sunday slate though. Let's, got a lot uh, of games Sunday. Got a lot of interesting matchups for some fantasy owners. And uh, yeah. let's start off right there with a defense that you should be picking up this week: the uh, Tennessee Titans. They got the New York yeah, Jets. Jets. They got Wilson's the New York Jets. It's going to be a lot of turnovers here. And, de- and the Titans are already a good defensive team as well. Yeah. Another defense that I'd, I'd be looking at, same same 1 o'clock time slot, is uh, the Saints playing the Giants. First game home since Hurricane Ida. Uh, the Dome is going to be rocking. I think Danny Dimes might uh, throw a few dimes to the other team. Yeah, I got the Saints taking that game as well. And a defense you should probably jump off of the bandwagon on. I know this is going to sound strange. The Carolina Panthers. They got their first real test this week against the Cowboys. I know everyone's huge on them right now, but you got to look at who they played the first three games. They played famous Jameis, known for interception. <laughs> and then they then they went ahead and played the New York Jets. And, and they played Davis Mills. And they played the Davis Texas. Mills. So they, you got to take their points on their head. The yeah. Dak's going to put some points on them. Don't be so big to stick with that Carolina Panther defense. Like we said, feel free to jump off for, I think, a team that can give you more points, the Saints, the Titans, and in that same one o'clock time slot, even look at the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, I mean, I still have their turnover streak going. They get at least one turnover uh, in every game. Colts have been bad right now. Uh, they're banged up. So, yeah, I like that pick. I think going back to those teams, though, you're still starting your, your guys. You know, DJ Moore is locked into your starting lineup. Uh, Robbie Anderson, not so much. But are you, are you playing Chuba? If yeah. you have McCaffrey out and you don't really have any other options, you got to At a flex play spot, Chuba. I think. At a flex, I'm thinking. I, people are thinking this is going to be a plug-and-play with no McCaffrey there. I don't see I, that as I don't such. think it's that easy. This is I not don't. a Madison, Cook, Pollard, Ezekiel Elliott plug and play, in my opinion. Christian McCaffrey's Christian McCaffrey, and let's not take any, any of that away from him. Chuba's not going to be on that level. And I don't think that they'll even give him the volume attempts to be to do what Christian McCaffrey was doing. Yeah. I think you will see a lot of more DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson could be a sneaky pick. They might pass a little bit more this week. Um, Royce Freeman also sneaky waiver wire pickup. 
I was going to say they're going to probably run two backs and they're going to get Royce involved. And we don't know who's going to get the goal line carries. It is a dangerous play. If you have to play one of them, I'd probably say you're looking at Chuba, but yeah, I'd probably avoid that backfield right now. I agree. I'm staying away from it. At the Vikings-Browns game, also in that 1 o'clock, you're hoping Dalvin Cook can come back. But if not, you're definitely playing Madison again. He had a fantastic week. Um, and, and no one else in these, these matchups don't scare me as far as either team playing running backs or receivers. you got to go back with OBJ after a very good first week return after his torn ACL. The two running back system in Cleveland's working. Baker's looking decent. I still don't trust their tight ends. No, I don't, I, I don't either. I think you hit it. Two, two running backs, and you're playing Odell. I don't know who else you're trusting on that offense right now. And the Vikings, you're playing Jefferson, you're playing Thielen. If you want to try to strike strike twice and play Conklin, maybe. Yeah. Uh, definitely play yeah, whatever running back is in there, you know, because that's the type of team that runs the ball enough where they're going to get the volume, even if it's Madison, yeah. and it's going to be good fantasy value. What about the uh, the football team, the Falcons? I mean, Ridley's been a disappointment. Pitts has been a disappointment. Falcons finally got a win. So uh, that'll be good for them. They're at home against Taylor Heineke and the boys. This is a matchup where two fancy owners are like, someone has to break out here, right? Scary yep. Terry hasn't been necessarily amazing. Gibson's only yeah, had one big game. game. Yeah. Um, Gibson's only had the one big long run that happened to be a good game for him. I think both, if you're owners of either of these teams, you're looking like, Who's going to break out for me? Kyle Pitts, you haven't seen much of him this year as a rookie. He was expected to be like a top four tight end in the league based off his expected volume. I like the football team to pull away with this game as I think the Falcons could be one of the worst teams in football. But as far as fantasy goes, you got to hope that Calvin really takes off this year. No. And in this game. No, but – Washington has a good good secondary, and if they get the pass rush going, Matt Ryan's not getting out of that pocket. So it's really, I think, Washington football team's game to win uh, if they can have the right game plan and, and get after Matt Ryan. Are you starting McKissick? I don't know if I'm starting McKissick yet. I mean, I have Logan Thomas in my tight end. Uh, I did just get Gasicki, but I think I'm riding Logan Thomas. I like the matchup against the Falcons. Uh, he's still been getting targets from Heineke. He's been getting red zone looks. I PPR deep league, sure. McKissick might be a play just because he's used enough, and he's the third down back right now. But like you said, you're hoping for a breakout game, and if you're a Gibson owner, you you really need it. You need it bad. And the last one o'clock game we got here, the Bills and the Texans. Hop all over that. Hop all over that Buffalo Bills defense if they're somehow still in your free agency. And as far as the Texan goes. I'm starting Brandon Cooks, and that's really about Absolutely. it. Absolutely, yeah, that's really about it. The you running gotta, backs have not Cooks. been consistent. Absolutely, got to stay with Cooks, and then that's really the only piece you want from that team. Other than that, don't even touch it. No, nah, and if you are touching it, you're that probably roster. in trouble. Yeah, if you have to start Mark Ingram this week in any position, David Johnson, Philip Lindsay, you're gonna be a long season for you, but it's okay. It's always next year. Um, now this to- uh, this four o'clock slate's pretty good. I need your help in the four o'clock game because I need you to convince me to play Aaron Jones against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Why would you not? I was thinking about starting Clyde Edwards and Montgomery as my running backs. And then as my receiver starting Godwin, CD Lamb and Mike Williams. And then who's in the flex? Godwin. We do two, two in the flex traditional style. 
I mean, personally, I think if you're looking at benching Godwin or C.D. Lamb for, for Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones is a first-round is it, draft pick, right? Yes, you know, so I, but the Pittsburgh Steelers defense can shut you down. But I guess the volume. Mixing, they shut down Mixon last week, and it is the volume. It's the know, volume. He's going to catch the ball, too. Because fantasy-wise, the guys you want from the Packers is kind of different than the Bucks and, and the Cowboys. Is They have their main guys. They have Devontae yeah. Adams and Aaron Jones. That's really all you're playing from the, the Packers, maybe Tunyon, but that's true. Those, those are the guys, and those are the guys that are going to help them win the game. I don't know. Well, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't bench Aaron Jones this quickly. That I'd makes me feel a lot better. That means that I'm either going to be benching Clyde or um, C.D. Lamb because I ain't yeah. benching Godwin, not on Sunday night in New England. No. no. We'll get to I, that later. I, I agree. We'll get to that later. I agree. I got the Packers taking over. I got – I got the Steelers showing up. They're I gonna agree. Pl- they're going to play a lot better this game. They yeah. heard the they heard the comments from the Bengals talking about us being quitters and all that stuff. But I think the Packers are a really good football team. So I do think the Steelers lose again because I think the Packers are probably top three teams in the NFC. Week one did not have any slate on my mindset on them at all. I think the Steelers play a lot better, though have to play a lot better or you have to start asking questions but I think the, the Packers pull it out here I'm with you I do think the Steelers actually look better I don't know if they're gonna be better but they're definitely gonna look better and hopefully have that offense a little bit more together if not you do really have to start asking the Big Ben question I know you don't want to have that talk but we're not having that talk week week four you gotta you gotta start asking if you start one and three let's talk about the best game I think it's probably got to be Cardinals Rams Cardinal Rams is a fantastic game as a fan and as a fantasy owner. You're hopping on all of these players on this lineup. I'm even reaching as on Arizona's side to Rondell Moore. I think this is going to be a complete shootout. Robert Woods is a must-start. This is must Cooper Cup is a must-start. Daryl Henderson is a must-start. I'm even looking at, a, at Everett at tight end position here for the Rams. I mean, Higby, Higby at the tight end position for the Rams. This is a highlight, high-scoring game. I, I think we're going to have a lot of fun on this one. I think the uh, I think the Rams pull it out, though. I agree. I think it's a heavyweight fight. Punch is going to be just back and forth being thrown. I do think the Rams pull it out. Rams Rams look like the best team in football right now, let's just say it. You know, the, the Bucs are the Super Bowl champions, and Rams just kind of, uh, kind of owned them. I know it was at home. Brady probably has this game on his mind right now, but, uh, you know, if Brady had to pick one, he'd take the – the game Sunday night against the Pats. So maybe that's what we're thinking. Maybe that's what we're thinking. But, yeah, I'm rolling with that for sure. Before we get into Sunday night, we got the Broncos and the sneaky. Ravens, the last game. Sneaky. This is very sneaky. The The Broncos are what you this would call it. Are you good? This is it. They just lost another receiver, though, unfortunately, to injury. K.J. Hamler, Michigan man, down. So no Judy, no Hamler. Fantasy-wise, I, I – I think you have to start Sutton and Patrick, I believe. Yeah. I, I think you do. I uh, um, And the running backs are iffy there. And the running backs are iffy in Denver. I'm not sure about either at the moment. Javante Williams is probably going to be the guy. I don't know if he is currently the guy. I think they're very content splitting carries. Um, Ravens have a good defense, but they've been, I guess, susceptible to some big plays to letting up yards. Maybe they're not always letting up touchdowns, but – they're letting teams get down the field. So 
I think if you if you don't really have any running backs and you need to play Melvin Gordon, you need to play Javante Williams, you're fine. I do think Sutton is probably the best play. And then Patrick, uh, you're, you're still playing Noah Fant. And then the Broncos have played a combined, I think, 0-9 uh, between the three teams that they've they have. <laughs> faced so far. So this will be a good test from the Ravens. Is it going to be a big letdown game after they're just, you know, exhausting late uh, winning against the Chiefs, 66-yard field goal against the Lions? You got to go to Denver, altitude. And they looked bad against the Lions, might I add. They looked, yeah. they did not look, that game was not supposed to be that close. Marquise Brown dropped three touchdowns. It should have you been, know. Lions shouldn't even been in the game to have a chance. Even in the game, you know, so they did not look good. And Denver is not a place you want to go visit after playing bad. Altitude no. and everything. And it's a four o'clock game. It's going to be a tough one for the Ravens. I do have them winning it. Broncos have a combined beat 0 and 9 teams. I got them losing this week finally. Yeah, I, uh, I want to say I agree, but I just – I don't know. This Broncos team, if they don't win, Teddy. We, know Teddy, we know Teddy's going to cover. So I'm taking the Broncos with the points because that's all Teddy does. Oh, man. Sunday night football, we got the matchup everybody's been waiting for, the popcorn chewing. Sit back, relax. Tom's I'm going excited. back to the crib. I mean, Tom's I'm excited. going home. Man, how can you this not is, be uh, – How can you not love this? Emotional. You know, it's just and I, I I hate media, but this is media gold here. They pray for stuff like this. Oh my! You see Belichick today, like walking to the press conference, like, "Hey, uh, what's going on this week? Anything big?" This is this is like Super Bowl week. This is huge. Tom oh, going back home, the greatest quarterback of all time, going back to where he won all the rings at. And we know how badly Tom obviously wants it, but let's think about Belichick for a second. Tom just went might. and won. Tom just went and won a Super Bowl. Everyone's talking Belichick in a bad year. The Patriots uh, might win, bro. I don't know about that. Yeah, I'm joking. I'm joking. I think, I like, think the yeah. Bucs run them out of their own house. <laughs> yeah, Tom's not about I to think, lose to Mac Jones. Going two. They're going for two up like 20. Like That's how badly Tom wants to beat the Patriots down. Yeah, Tom's not about to lose to Mac Jones on primetime football in the fight. Hell no. Yeah, no. To a rookie? Honestly, a rookie, yeah, no. I'm starting everybody that's close to Tom Brady here this week for the Bucks. Mike Evans, I'm starting. Godwin, I'm starting. Definitely starting tight end. Gronk, Gronk's gonna have a day. Two to three if you touchdowns. Don't, I'm if Gronk's not getting a touchdown, like I don't want to watch. I'm, I'm thinking two to three touchdowns for Gronk. I'm actually I so scared that Gronk has a big right? game. Yeah, Gronk gets the first one. I'm so no. It's quarterback sneak. Duh. <laughs> We'll see. He is the master at it. Oh, oh. man. It's going to be a good Sunday night. Then we roll into Monday night with a sleeper game. Another good game. The Another John Gruden making that 10-year deal look a little better. He's got the Raiders and the Chargers in L.A. going back to their old spot last year. Um, yep. I, I got the Chargers winning this game. I'm not sure if Josh Jacobs is going to be ready for Monday night. Fantasy-wise, you got to roll with Kenyon Drake. And um, I don't know I'm what not Kenyon Drake. I am not touching Kenyon Drake. I like Kenyon Drake this week. Oh, he has been bad. I think the Chargers have a really good defense. Derwin James back. Asante Samuel Jr. He's gotten the pick in the last two games. They still have Bosa. They're a good team. And I don't know if I'm starting any Raiders running back. Uh, personally, I'm going to start Derek Carr this week just because he's been so good. And then you can look at one of those you know, targets, Waller, Renfro. 
maybe rugs if you feel comfortable doing that now. He's still a big play threat. He catches one bomb, you win your game, right? Man, Drake's going to be a big receiving back this week. You heard it here first. All right, we'll see. And for the Chargers, you got to start the three and Herbert. So who do you got Monday night, Raiders Chargers? Monday, Monday night, I got the Chargers winning that game at the home. I just, I don't. I'm not a Derek Carr believer yet. I have to say it. Fine on him this week. I'm starting him again. So, I'm, I'm well, you're in a two QB league. You got to start him in two QB league. It was. I'm worried about Tannehill against the Jets. I think they're just going to run the ball, and I don't really know if I can trust it right now. I'm definitely starting on Derek Carr over Tannehill, hundred yeah. percent. Because Derek Carr is going to get you two touchdowns still. He's going to throw for 300 yards. He's going to throw for 250 to 300 yards for sure. He just he does throw just jump balls. And like just tons it's of pretty scary watching the game because he just launches it up to Edwards or Rugs and it's like, hey Waller, go get it. But they're on the money. He's a good deep ball thrower. On the money every time he's hitting it. Yeah. Yep. Well, man, week week four is going to be very interesting. I really hope your team does not slide to one and three. I'm projected to have a pretty good week again, and I'm facing a team I faced week one and had a nail biter with. So that's kind of annoying, but. Why are you playing someone again? We don't have any. We just have a no division. So we play everybody twice, basically. So get them out of the way quick. One of the nasty schedules from the schedule guys. But if I, if I slide past this team here, Myron's You're back, off. baby. You're off. Let's get it. I, uh, I'm projected to win. I think I'm going to have a big bounce back week. I need to have a big bounce back week. Need like one. you said, I can't go at one and three. So. Got to win. Got to get to two and two. I am sitting right now. A lot of teams tied at one and two. I am in that sixth spot because of my points. Uh, so I just need to keep producing. I need to find the end zone. That's one thing uh, that's been kind of evading me so far this year. I need to score touchdowns. Got to score touchdowns. That is the name of the game. And before we wrap it up, cleats of the week go to Buffalo Trey Bills, Tredavious White. Because I bet y'all did not know he eats cookies and cream ice cream before every single game. And now he's got the cookies and cream on his cleats. Yep, and hot fudge. And And some hot fudge. This does not seem like a great pregame meal to me, but hey, Ocho versus Signs, who knows? But does he eat the cookies and ice cream, like, well before? Like, I didn't see in the article what they said when he eats it. It's like his pregame snack. Like in the locker room? Yeah, like on the way to the game, like his go-to. Yeah. That's a little risky, man. His body must have built up some some type of immunity because i think most people would be cramping off i'm thinking ready to play in the jeter fuse with boston now that kobe retired i'm thinking kobe for all